Hello and welcome back to the Daily Royal podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today we are going to be talking about the events of the British royal family from Tuesday, April 18th through today, which is Monday, April 25th of 2022. Um, Hey, look at me, two days in a row, yay. Uh, love this, working out well, I think. Um, I'm really curious as to what you guys are thinking of the new schedule, um, new kind of way of doing this, all of those things. Um, just genuinely curious what you guys think. Um, let's see. There isn't a whole lot to update on. I did launch the website today. So the Daily Royal is officially online. Um, it's thedailyroyal.com. Um, please go ahead and check that out. The only thing on there right now is just the, um, Belgian Royal family kind of weekend review post, um, that will, those will be going up every single day for each Royal family. Um, probably in the middle of the day, um, after the episode posts, just because, um, I do still have a life and a job. Um, and so that's the schedule that works out right now. Um, long-term who knows, but that is the plan for now with that website. Um, within some period of time, I'm not exactly sure when, um, but at some point we, I will also be doing, um, an updated, uh, online store, which will have the stickers, the postcards, the bracelets, kind of all of the things that were on the previous Etsy store, Um, but for Etsy reasons, I am no longer using Etsy. Um, and so that will come up shortly. Um, my goal is by the end of the week, but, um, that's a lofty goal. So at least some things probably by the end of the week, I'm not sure if everything will be up there. Um, so that is the deal there. Um, so we are going to jump in. We are going to talk about the British Royal family, Um, I'm not gonna lie, this week was light, but there were a lot of birthdays and things like that. So there are like events and things to talk about. Um, and you know, I'm just gonna say this at the top. Um, the British royal family, um, is typically the family that I talk about the most people in, um, by like at least one. Um, there is no other royal family that has this many people in it. Norway's kind of there, but not really. Um, and so with five, uh, typically the British royal family is going to be the busiest. That being said, um, the new normal right now is Queen Elizabeth is not doing a lot of events. Um, and so there isn't a lot to talk about from her almost ever. And even when there is, it's like, a minute to talk about the actual event and that's about it. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, the British Royal family is like, uh, a little bit slower than they've ever been, um, in terms of people to talk about. So with that, we're going to go ahead and jump right in. Um, and speaking of Queen Elizabeth, she on Friday celebrated her 96th birthday. And to mark that occasion, uh, a new photo of the queen was released, um, which was her standing in between her two ponies, um, which is a similar photo has been taken like three times before. Um, so I kind of love that they did it again. Um, and it's really interesting just how much like the queen changes in between each photo. Um, so 96 is obviously like a massive, um, birthday and I appreciated it. Um, the rest of the, the other members of the Royal family, 
uh, sent social media greetings, basically celebrating uh, the Queen's birthday, um, which was amazing and lovely. Uh, so that was happening. And um, yeah, there was just like a lot going on there, um, which was awesome. Um, and, you know, another birthday is wonderful. Um, and so they were definitely highlighting her birthday, the Platinum Jubilee, all of the things. Um, it was just super awesome to see everybody kind of come together under that celebration. <laughs> Sorry, I am I am still having my coughing issue. It is getting better. Um, but sometimes I am going to lose my air, like what just happened. Um, we're getting there. We're getting closer to hopefully the end of this. I'm not sure, but that's where we're at right now. Um, so anyway, um, <laughs> moving on to the other event on Friday, um, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge visited um, the Disasters Emergency Committee, which is an organization that hosts appeals for any time there's a natural disaster. Um, they did an appeal for COVID. Um, they are currently in the middle of an appeal, um, which is a fundraising campaign um, for the humanitarian crisis that is going on in the Ukraine as a result of Russia's invasion um, of the country and the horrible atrocities that we are seeing done to the Ukrainian people um, at the hands of Vladimir Putin and the Russian armed forces. Um, and they, so they visited the, the center and the organization to learn about what's being done with the money from the appeal. So the appeal has so far raised, um, and this was as, as of Friday, uh, 300 million pounds for Ukrainians. Um, and it is providing the most basic of services, um, uh, food, shelter, water, um, medical care, things like that. It's not providing the fancy stuff or anything like that. Um, that three, those 300 million pounds are going to basic necessities, um, to the people of Ukraine. So, I believe this is not going to refugees. It is going to the actual people in Ukraine um, who are experiencing this in a much different way. I think there is another set of resources that is allocated to help refugees. Um, you know, this is a I am certainly not a foreign anything, foreign policy, you know, podcaster. Um, I am aware of what's going on foreign policy wise, but I am not a foreign policy expert um, by any stretch of the imagination. So um, there are definitely resources out there to learn more about the way um, in which each country is handling the massive um, need for refugees um, and how that infrastructure is coming about. Um, but like I said, this uh, fundraising campaign, I believe, is helping the people who are basically stuck in Ukraine. Um, they can't leave for one reason or another. Um, it is certainly nothing that we want to see, but it, but it is um, a necessary, uh, an unfortunate, horrible, terrible, unavoidable side effect of the situation that the Russian military has caused. Um, and I do just want to say, like, I'm being very deliberate in how I talk about 
um, the fact that this is happening at Russia's hands um, because it's not every single Russian. And I know that um, it is Vladimir Putin and the Russian military who are refusing to stand up to Vladimir Putin, um, who are causing this destruction and world chaos. Um, and so I just wanted to um, mention like, you know, that in this episode, like we need to be really, really careful about how we talk about um, the Russian invasion of Ukraine because it is not every single Russian is invading Ukraine. It is Vladimir Putin has a vendetta and he has a whole military at his disposal who are not standing up to him. So just throwing that out there, um, you know, there are going to be a lot of royal events in which we are talking about Ukraine um, because that is the global thing. You know, one thing that I have learned over two and a half-ish years of this podcast is no matter what is going on in these countries, like individual countries, there is still a lot going on internationally that all of these countries are going to have in common. Um, Do I think it's usually crisis after crisis? I honestly don't know. That is definitely how it's starting to feel. Um, But I'm not sure if it's always been this way. Um, But, you know, we do, there are always going to be things that are happening in the global community that tie all of these families together in a much different way than like just their blood relationships. Um, So there's always going to be themes. And right now, of course, the theme is Ukraine and the atrocities that are happening there. And, um, you know, for a while to come, the way each country that I talk about and each country that we all live in, things like that, the way we are all handling and adjusting and um, embracing the refugees and things like that, that is going to be a longer conversation that we are going to be having throughout the entirety of this podcast, probably. Um, and then when this is over or if it ever ends, you know, we'll move on to something else because that's kind of what's happening. Um, so those are the two big events on Friday, the Queen's birthday and a visit to the disaster um, emergency committee. On Sunday was Prince Louis's uh, fourth birthday. So somehow this child who is, he's the youngest child of the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. So somehow this child in my brain is simultaneously still one, but also like 7,000 years old. Um, I think because he's like a COVID time warp baby, like we see him, you know, once a year on his birthday, but then we saw him a lot at the beginning of COVID because like, that's what was just happening. Um, I feel like it's just a weird, I think all of these children are like simultaneously infants and also grownups by now because they've just lived in a COVID time warp. Um, so he celebrated his fourth birthday. Uh, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge released four new photos of him to mark the birthday. Four. Four whole new photos. That's a lot of pictures. Um, they are all very adorable. I was very excited when I saw them um, get released on, 
I don't actually remember what day that was. Friday, maybe? Probably. I have no idea now. Anyway. Um, yeah, it would have been on Friday. I don't know what's going on. I got my calendar dates all mixed up. So the two events that I just talked about definitely happened on Thursday. I'm so sorry. Um, I wrote down the wrong dates on the script. That sucks for me a little bit. Um, that's okay. No big deal. We'll survive. So anyway, um, <laughs> those new photos were released. They were on, taken on the beach, presumably in Norfolk, um, which is where the Cambridge's like country house is. Um, and they're super duper fun. I like them. Prince Louis is just amazing. He was having a good time. Um, I don't think that kid knows chill in his life and just is like enjoying all the things, um, which is awesome. So those were released on Saturday, technically in the UK, but like Friday in the US. Um, and then we get to today, which is Monday the 25th. Um, and the Duke of Cambridge and Duchess of Cambridge celebrated honored honored is the better word, um, Australian and New Zealand Armed Services Day um, or Anzac Day, which is um, just a time to commemorate the members of those two countries' armed forces um, on an anniversary of a battle. So I'm not going to pretend I understand a lot of this. I don't. Um, It is just an important day and members of the British royal family always mark Anzac Day. Um, so to start, the Duke of Cambridge attended the wreath laying ceremony at the Cenotaph, um, which is like the war memorial in London. Um, so he attended that and laid a wreath. I don't know if it was on behalf of himself or of the queen. I assume it's of the queen, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, so it was a wreath of poppies as is the usual, um, And so he attended that ceremony kind of first thing this morning. And then uh, later in the uh, like noon hour, um, he and the Duchess of Cambridge attended a service of Thanksgiving at Westminster Abbey, um, which is the traditional part of the day. So that's what I'm that's when like a member of the royal family is always in attendance. Um, Last year, it was Princess Anne. I don't remember who it was the year before that. Um, and then I, I don't know. I know in 2018 it was William because it was right after Louis was born, but that's all I remember. I don't remember 2019. It didn't the service of Thanksgiving didn't happen in 2020 because pandemic, uh, early days of the pandemic. So that was this morning's event. And then this evening, um, the Duke of Cambridge attended a charity ball for the London Air Ambulance or maybe just like the air ambulances in general throughout the UK or England. Um, I'm not entirely sure. So William is, I actually don't know if he has an official role. He was previously an um, air ambulance pilot though. Um, And so has a lot of personal connection to this organization in and of itself without, you know, his royal title at all. 
Um, so, yeah, it, it was to celebrate London Air Ambulance, um, and uh, William is indeed the patron of the charity. So, two things we just figured out. Um, so, he was there to attend the, the charity gala, um, and he was able to meet with um, pilots, staff, uh, people who have been saved by London Air Ambulance, things like that. Um, and, you know, it, it's a part of the Duke of Cambridge's story um, that we don't really talk about a lot on this podcast, not because we can't, um, just because it's it's not an everyday thing for him now. Um, but he, from, I think, 2016 to, like, 2018, 2019, served as an air ambulance pilot. My my date, my timing might be off on that a little bit. Um, but he was able to continue working and serve, um, in that capacity. And so he has a lot of experience. Um, and he did this podcast time to walk Apple fitness plus episode a while back where he really talked about his experience as an air ambulance pilot. Um, and the fact that, I mean, he was also like trained as like an emergency medical responder, um, to do this work, you know, not only was he flying, he was part of the team. Um, and so this for him was just a natural, um, patronage, patronage, sorry, um, to come into and be a huge part of, um, because he has so much personal experience with that. So those are the events that were going on over the past week in the British Royal family. I'm not sure what's coming up next. Um, I do know there's a couple of things that later this week um, from the Duchess of Cambridge, but I don't know anything else other than that. Um, so with that, I'm going to go ahead and end today's episode and I will talk to you all tomorrow for the Danish Royal family. Have a fantastic uh, Tuesday. Bye.